I'm going sea dipping with my sister. Yeah, can I just say, I'm putting my ten pound note in my shoe. Money <laughs> in the shoe. Right, let's go. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the Graham Cullis Karma Card Project Podcast, Episode Ten. Yay! Okay, so I'm doing it. The next day, after podcast last week, when I didn't go, I'm now heading out in my pants, walking down to St. Leonard's-on-Sea. Oh, got my wetsuit shoes on. Are you looking forward to it, Amy? Yes. This is my third sea swim of June. It's, it's going to be nice. It's going to be as warm as barley. No. <laughs> I don't know what barley feels like. Oh, right, we've made it to the seafront. We're just crossing the last road. We'll wait for the traffic lights. It's a little bit windy. I'm sorry for the wind sounds on the phone microphone. I can't wait to get in the sea. Oh, look, the blue sky over the sea. Oh. It's sunny in Eastbourne. Right, about to get into that beautiful ocean again. Beautiful cold ocean. All right, let's get in the water. Ooh. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Ooh. And breathe. Here comes a big wave. Ooh. Yes! Oh. Beautiful. Come on, AB, get in. <laughs> Amy's getting in now. Right, come on, Em. Get him. Ready? And, and she's in. Woo! Right, I'm putting the phone away before he gets wet. <laughs> the meaning of life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give it away. Pablo Picasso. This is the quote that I've got on my whiteboard this week, staring me in the face. And oh, it's just something that I've uh, really resonated with um, for a while. I remember seeing it on my friend's Instagram bio. Uh, I didn't know it was Pablo Picasso at first, um, but it just really struck me. And yeah, and with everything that I'm doing with my platform for mental health and to be a philanthropist as much as I can to set up projects and charities and CICs and all that um, I feel like it's, it's very apt because yeah I found my gift during the pandemic I discovered I could paint and uh, it helped me no end with my mental health and it helped me with therapy helped me in all sorts of ways it unlocked my creativity again and it's given me purpose so yeah the purpose that it's given me is to give it away, to help other people discover the fact that you can use all these creative tools and different kinds of tools to help your mental health. So yeah, thank you pubs, appreciate that. <laughs> and also if you weren't aware, I have this tattooed on my arm as well, but I don't get to see my forearm too much, so I thought, you know, why not? Stick it on my whiteboard so I can see it every day for a week. Because like I said before, uh, last week, I felt a little bit sort of um, without purpose at the moment, or, or I've kind of forgotten or lost touch with my purpose so yeah I just want this as a reminder for this week 
And yeah, I believe it's going to help me stay on track, stay focused. It's uh, going to encourage me and it's going to remind me about the bigger picture and what I'm doing all this for. So yes, guys, I did it. I got back in the ocean. I, I reconnected with my love for cold water therapy and oh my gosh, it was amazing. Like my sister said to me, it gives you a different perspective of the day and it helps melt away the day and everything that's gone on uh, that you might need to shake off. And yeah, the, the waves and the movement of the ocean, the sounds and just getting in nature. And that's, it's so, so true. So I can't recommend it enough, guys. If you're, if you're keen to try something you haven't done before, if you've never tried a bit of cold water therapy, it's absolutely incredible. But of course, a little disclaimer before you do try this for the first time, and if you're not sure, then please, please consult with your doctor, your GP, or a medical professional before you try submerging into cold water. Because, well, uh, it's something that we don't normally do, and it might be a little shock to the system. But if you do get the green light to go ahead with uh, a bit of cold water therapy, and like I say, I'm not a professional in this, so I, uh, I'm just going from what I've been told and my own personal experience. But uh, what they say is it can boost your immune system, it can improve your circulation, deepens your sleep. I definitely sleep really well after I've been in the sea. Um, boost your energy levels as well you know for the day sometimes if you go in the morning you just feel amazing for the rest of the day it's said that it can also reduce inflammation there's been accounts of people that have suffered with fibromyalgia relieving their symptoms for the day and hours afterwards and uh, people with arthritis as well so yeah I mean look into it do your research but there's some amazing benefits there um, also it can improve your metabolic function so if you're interested in losing some weight, apparently it can help out of that too. Uh, but the main thing uh, above all for me is it improves my mood. It helps my mental health and it helps me have an amazing day or amazing night um, wherever I decide to dip. So yeah, get in the water guys. Like even if you haven't got the ocean near you, you can go to lakes or rivers. Just be very careful, you know, just make sure that you find the experts of the areas that can help you do it safely. Um, but there's also lots of different groups you can you can check it out. You can go on Facebook and type in cold water swimming groups, and I'm sure you won't be far from a community which are there ready to help you. And of course, I've got to give a shout out to my Pevensey Plunger crew. Pevensey Plungers are based in Pevensey Bay, East Sussex, pretty close to Eastbourne. So if you're around that area, definitely go and check those guys out. They go every day at nine o'clock, and they also do sunrise dips, moon dips. So yeah, just check them out on Facebook, on Facebook groups or pages, and get in touch with them. So what's been going on this week in Graham Carlos's life? <laughs> uh, I've been very inspired this week, actually. I've had. Um, a lot. I've been been doing quite a lot, actually. Um, yeah, it's still been a little bit up and down, you know, as you can expect when you're having a little patch in your life, which you're trying to figure out. But I've been doing a lot of things to help me through, like obviously like the sea swimming. Um, but yeah, I've uh, I've decided to set myself a goal. I would like to exhibit as an artist for the first time properly uh, in my career. <laughs> I did a little one uh, last uh, last winter actually with the with the Youth Art Connect, and I uh, displayed some of my paintings which I used for my Karma Card project. Um, but yeah, I really really want to uh, exhibit. So I've actually, like I said last week, I've been getting into sketching and trying to improve my portrait game. And uh, I've bought myself some huge canvas, and I've been very inspired by this one artist called Julie Hibbert. 
Um, I think that's how you pronounce the name. So it's H-I-B-O-L-D-T. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've been looking at her stuff online and I've been really inspired by the way she does her murals and these amazing faces. And yeah, I've just started uh, to transfer some of those sketches that I've been doing uh, onto big canvas and doing a charcoal sketch first and then covering it in oil paint. I haven't finished any of them yet, but if you go onto my socials, you can check out all my progression. So go onto my Instagram or Facebook, have a little look there, or my TikTok. Um, but yeah, uh, that's something I've uh, been really excited about. So I want to do a series of these faces, and I've got a statement of intent that is still bubbling away. So I can't really reveal that yet, but I need to work on that a little bit more. But yeah, so they'll uh, hopefully I'll be looking for a place to exhibit. So if anyone knows anywhere that wants Graham Cullis to exhibit in, I would be more than happy to have a talk. So get in touch, please. Yeah, I also went to another life drawing class this week with Amy, my sister, and Stephen, her husband, my brother-in-law. Yeah, that, that was fun. I uh, had another little practice of sketching, and it also got me out of the house a bit. <laughs> I've been a little bit socially awkward lately. So yeah, it's been nice to go out and hang out with some people. It was in a cool little pub in Hastings. I also got very productive this week, and I got the Karma Cards for June. The June collection of Karma Cards uh, to the printers, ready to be sent back to me and Mummy Cullis. Uh, in Pevensey so we can put them all together and post them out but some of you might not know what the karma cards are I'm going to talk about this a little bit later so I'll explain all that after the interval and the other couple of things that have inspired me this week is about what I want to do for this podcast so this week I want to read to you some short stories some little parables uh, which uh, I've got meaning to some positive thought-provoking morals it was inspired by one of my followers and karma card supporters Amanda I won't say her surname because I haven't asked her permission to talk about this. But to all of the hundreds of Amandas that follow me out there, you know exactly who you are. <laughs> she actually messaged me and gave me some feedback on a previous podcast and said that her child fell asleep while listening to my podcast and she believes it was because of my soothing, soothing voice. <laughs> Uh, so I want to do some bedtime stories So the next part of the podcast And after the celebrity birthday shout out interval And to wrap up the podcast I'm going to leave you with some bedtime stories uh, Which you can listen to at bedtime Or in the daytime Totally up to you It's going to be on along the same kind of lines As like a guided meditation So yeah, find yourself a nice place to relax And have a little listen to these stories that I found online and that also was inspired by my brother-in-law Stephen this week I helped him record some short stories that were sent to him by his friend which was short stories about vets <laughs> I helped him record these stories so he could send to his friend um, because my brother-in-law is is a he's a vet surgeon and an accomplished actor and I uh, helped him record some of the stories <laughs> Here's a couple of the blooper sections that I took out from the recording. If you have any children in the room right now, maybe put your hands over their ears. But it fills me with dread. To be around Angus was always a pleasure. We refer to him lovely. Lovingly. We refer to him lovingly as our beef. We refer to him lovingly as our beef. Big. We refer to him lovingly. Start again. We were right from the start. No, no, just go, go from that bit. We refer to him lovingly as our beef. Do it again because Amy was shouting in the background. We refer to him lovingly as our big beefy treasure. Then all of a sudden, he changed his behaviour. 
We need help, Vernon. Let's hope you're our saviour. To Vernon, the bull was in no way a stranger. He had made numerous visits. <laughs> oh, Stephen. I was actually really impressed with you, mate. Like, uh, just in case you guys didn't realise, he actually hadn't read those stories before, so he was doing it off the cuff. And there wasn't many mistakes like that. He was able to nail three stories, like, with hardly any mistakes. So, yeah, that really uh, impressed me, because I know when I'm going to record my uh, short stories now, there's going to be multiple edits that you won't hear, because, I'm, because I am so good at editing, it will be seamless. <laughs> but... You know, I think it'll be nice to practice and hopefully I'll be able to nail three short stories in a row just like Stephen did. Right, whose celebrity birthday is it today? So this celebrity today I've chosen because of the double R in her name. Because because uh, I like to roll my R's, as you may have noticed. So this amazing artist is a dark electro-pop singer-songwriter. Her debut EP, Running With The Wolves, was released in May 2015. So you may have guessed it already. This singer-songwriter goes by the stage name of, wait for it, Aurora. <laughs> I love it. Aurora. <laughs> she gained international prominence after covering the Oasis song Half the World Away. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know that. For the British retailer John Lewis's Christmas commercial in 2015. That must have been a year that I was possibly spending Christmas out of the country. I think I might go and check out that cover. I really actually like her cover of David Bowie, Life on Mars. That is an epic one to, to check out. It's so nice. I used it in one of my vlogs as well a while back for my friend Alicia when I did um, the painting Eternal. So you can check that out on my YouTube. Little cheeky plug there. Thank you, Aurora. So before fame, she began making music when she found her parents' old electric piano in her attic at 10 years old. And she began writing her own songs. And then she was convinced by her mother to perform them. And she told her that her music could help people. Her first single, Puppet, was released in December 2012. Her song, Runaway, which was released in February 15, received 1 million views on Spotify in six weeks. Now, that's pretty incredible. And, you know, and if any of you have heard Aurora's music, you will know that uh, it's, <laughs> it's very good. So, uh, not surprising, really. All right, so. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Aurora. Happy birthday to you. Ah, oh, try to do that as softly as possible. <laughs> anyway, Aurora. Well done for all you have achieved in your short life so far. At the age of 25 or 26, I'm not too sure. I think she's 26 today. Um, amazing. Well done. And I hope your day is full of love, hugs, happiness and cake. Okay, so also Aurora is born in Norway and I... That's something that got me thinking right now, actually. I want to do a little bit of a... I want to do a little bit of insights analytics from my podcast's back end. And <laughs> talk about uh, some of the countries that are listening to my podcast already. And I want to give you the top 10 countries at the moment. I suppose my idea from this is to... if Whatever country you're downloading my podcast in, um, I would like you to 
maybe uh, see if we can get the race to move you up the charts. <laughs> so in Graham Cullis's back-end charts, coming in at 10, we have O Canada with a very humble two listeners. <laughs> but yeah, if you're in Canada, um, please tell a friend see, so you can see if you can get off the 10 spot and down to number 9, which is followed closely by Costa Rica with four listeners. And then we have coming in at 8, Ireland with five and then in position seven we have Aurora's country Norway okay only eight downloads for Norway come on guys I'm doing a Norway special right now so please if you can tell a friend get people to download the podcast that'd be amazing and then we have in position six we have Belgium with 12 Australia at unlucky for some 13 And then we have the top four podium countries. And there's not much in it between four, three, and two, actually. Okay, so at position four, with 20 listeners, we have India. And then in position three, taking the bronze, is the United States of America, with 22. And then in second place, and where my heart lies, taking the silver today, is the country of Indonesia, with 35 listeners. Okay, I was spending a bit of time in Bali, so maybe that's where I got the downloads from. Uh, But of course, at number one, no surprises here, smashing the lead head at 213 listeners, taking the gold is the United Kingdom. Cheers, old blighty. (laughs) So uh, there are a bunch more countries, but they all sort of float between two and one. And uh, you know what? If you're in a country that's uh, not downloading the podcast, it's not going to take you much to get to position 10. So just get a few of your friends to listen to the podcast and you'll be in the leaderboard. And of course, goes to everyone else that's in the uh, top 10. Let's do this. Let's uh, make this a challenge. I want to see the top 10 leaderboard change dramatically next week. Well, next time I check it out. I might not do it next week, but we'll see. Okay. (laughs) If some dramatic stuff happens this week, I will do the chart again next week. But if it's not much change, I'm not going to waste my breath. Okay, any seasoned listeners to my podcast will know what's coming next. Um, I'm going to be talking about my Karma Card project. So uh, if you don't know about my Karma Card project, it is how I keep this podcast sustainable. And it's, in a nutshell, I send out six of my gift cards, which are painting designs I make every six months, different designs every six months, to people that support me monetarily with a small pledge, the same price of a coffee or a pint once a month. Uh, It just goes a long way into paying me to do what I do, because this is a full-time job. Recording the podcast, researching, and also all of the other projects that I do takes my time, and I can't do a full-time job on top of that. So if you're enjoying this and you want to support me, uh, please consider me paying me to do what I do. Um, yeah, like I say, you will get six of my gift cards every six months. And then the idea, well, the reason they're called Karma Cards, is that you use these cards to send out as random acts of kindness to people that might be struggling with their mental health or just to reconnect with a friend or family member. Or you can keep them all as well. That's totally up to you. But yeah, they're six of my paintings that I send out every six months in greetings card format. So you can write little love letters to people. It's uh, a little way you you can contribute towards this uh, this podcast and also help spread some positivity and love into the world. And a little bit of news about the Karma Card Project. All of you legends that are signed up so far. Oh, yeah, of course, if you want to sign up, you need to go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Cullis Art. Uh, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash Graham Cullis Art and make your small pledge once a month. And to all of you legends that are already doing that, 
I've got good news for you. It is the month of June and this is when I generally like to get my biannual release of my Karma Card collection out. I try and do it around December, January and June, July. And I've got it down in time to get you the cards out. Hopefully next week it looks like they're coming. They're at the printers right now. I've chosen all the designs and just to let you know they are looking amazing i am super super proud of all this collection so um, if you've been following my socials you would know what the images look like but i've got serendipity which is the glastonbury scene i have st leonard's on sea a moonlight ocean painting called the calm and i have rise which is a naked lady floating to the surface of the water i have bonnie the seal aka an ocean odyssey which is a, a white harp seal pup with the reflection of the seal on the surface of the water. It's beautiful, I love it. And then I have the deep, which is a shark, a white pointer shark from the bottom looking up at the, at the water surface. So you can see a little bit of a theme going on here. A lot of them are quite water-based. And the last design that I've chosen is my latest abstract that I've done, my only abstract I've ever done, and it's called Daydream. And this was a little exercise I did, a little mindful exercise I did a few weeks ago in Bali. Um, when I wasn't doing so well and I wanted to do something mindful and uh, I listened to another podcast on creating mindfully and I tried this exercise where I had to complete um, in a certain amount of time and turn my phone off and have no distractions and paint something that was out of like a of something that I've been daydreaming about really and just go with the flow and see what came, came up and yeah so that one I'm really excited about but you can see all of these paintings on my social if you want to check them out uh, I will be doing a a post to tell everyone the designs that are coming out soon um, but yeah thank you so much if you want to be a part of supporting this podcast and you want some of those delicious karma cards every six months i will post them to you every six months for a small monthly pledge on my patreon which is patreon.com forward slash graham cullis art and i can't thank you enough it just helps me do this this is like i said this is a full-time job it takes a lot of hours and effort and uh you helping me out is absolutely amazing thank you so much you absolute flipping legends Okay, so I'm going to sign off now and say goodbye to everyone because it's bedtime and it's bedtime story time and I won't be doing a, an outro. I'm just going to leave the music playing for a little while into into a little fade for you to gently drift off to the land of Nod. <laughs> um, okay, so inspired by... Stephen, my brother-in-law, and his excellent acting skills and reading, and also by one of the hundreds of <laughs> Amandas that follow this podcast. You know who you are, Amanda. I'm going to read you three short stories, short parables with, with a moral behind them. And uh, yeah, if you would like to drift off into the land of Nod, feel free. I really hope you're not driving now. <laughs> okay, are you sitting comfortably or laying down tucked up in bed? Then I shall begin. The first short story I would like to read you is called The Elephant Rope, A Story of Belief. A gentleman was walking through an elephant camp 
and he spotted that the elephants weren't being kept in cages or held by the use of chains. All that was holding them back from escaping the camp was a small piece of rope tied to one of their legs. As the man gazed up upon the elephants, he was completely confused as to why the elephants just didn't use their strength to break the rope and escape the camp. They could easily have done so, but instead they just didn't try at all. Curious and wanting to know the answer, he asked a trainer nearby why the elephants were just standing there and never tried to escape. The trainer replied, When they are very young and much smaller, we use the same size rope to tie them, and at that age, it's enough to hold them. As they grow up, they are conditioned to believe they cannot break away. They believe the rope can still hold them, so they never try to break free. The only reason the elephants weren't breaking free and escaping from the camp was that over time they adopted the belief that it just wasn't possible. So the moral of the story is this. No matter how much the world tries to hold you back, always continue with the belief that what you want to achieve is possible. Believing you can become successful is the most important step in actually achieving it. The second story I'd like to read to you today, tonight, is called The Lone Shark's Deal. A story of creative thinking. In a small Italian town hundreds of years ago, a small business owner owed a large sum of money to a loan shark. The loan shark was a very old, unattractive guy that just so happened to desire the business owner's daughter. He decided to offer the businessman a deal that would completely wipe the debt he owed him. However, the catch that he would only wipe out the debt if he could marry the businessman's daughter. Needless to say, this proposal was met with a look of disgust. The loan shark said he would place two pebbles into a bag, one white and one black. The daughter would then have to reach into the bag and pick out a pebble. If it was black, the debt would be wiped, but the loan shark would then marry her. If it was white, the debt would also be wiped, but the daughter wouldn't have to marry the loan shark. Standing on a pebble-strewn path in the businessman's garden, the loan shark bent over and picked up two pebbles. Whilst he was picking them up, the daughter noticed that he picked up two black pebbles and placed both of them into the bag. He then asked the daughter to reach into the bag and pick one. The daughter naturally had three choices to what she could have done. Refuse to pick a pebble from the bag, take two pebbles out of the bag and expose the loan shark for cheating. Pick a pebble from the bag fully well knowing it was black and to sacrifice herself for her father's freedom. She drew a pebble from the bag, and before looking at it, she accidentally dropped it into the midst of the other pebbles. She said to the loan shark, Oh, how clumsy of me. Never mind, if you look into the bag for the one that is left, you will be able to tell which pebble I picked. The pebble left in the bag is obviously black, and seeing as the loan shark didn't want to be exposed, he had to play along as if the pebble the daughter dropped was white, and cleared her father's debt. 
Moral of the story. It is always possible to overcome a tough situation through out-of-the-box thinking. And do not give in to the only options you think you have to pick from. How are you guys doing? How are you feeling? Are you still with me? I still have one more story to leave you with. Possibly my favourite one of the three. This one is called The Group of Frogs. A story of encouragement. As a group of frogs were travelling through the woods, two of them fell into a deep pit. When the other frogs gathered round the pit and saw just how deep it was, they told the two frogs there was no hope left for them. However, the two frogs decided to ignore what the others were saying, and they proceeded to try and jump out of the pit. Despite their efforts, the group of frogs at the top of the pit were still saying they should just give up. They would never make it out. Eventually, one of the frogs took heed to what the others were saying, and he gave up and submitted himself to his fate. The other frog, however, continued to jump as hard as he could. Again, the frogs yelled at him, stop the pain and just give up. He jumped even harder and harder and harder, and finally he made it out. When he got out, the other frog said, did you not hear us? The frog explained to them that he was deaf, and he thought they were encouraging him the entire time. The moral of this story, people's words can have a big effect on others' lives. Think about what you say before it comes out of your mouth. Something my granddad used to say, always think twice before you speak once. I love that. It might just be the difference between life and death. Please join my